World Triathlon Championship racing returned at the weekend with some phenomenal racing in Yokohama, where the action began with the paratriathletes tearing up the course and Jetsa Platt, Kelly Elmlinger and George Peasgood among the gold medal winners, before USA's Taylor Nib produced an incredible display to take the women's gold, and then Norway's Christian Blumenfeldt held off Hella Heens to win the men's race. You can watch all the action back on demand on triathlonlive.tv, as well as a bunch of interviews and the all-new Triathlon Live show hosted by Tommy Zafiris with guests Joel Filiol and Helen Jenkins. Now, Helahines was kind enough to dial in from the middle of his long journey back to Girona on Sunday evening to give us some brilliant insights on the comings and goings in Yokohama. This is a goodie. I hope you enjoy it. Today on the World Triathlon Podcast, we get to hear from Belgium's Hela Heens, fresh from winning a magnificent silver in the season opener in Yokohama at the weekend. Anticipation of the first World Triathlon Championship Series action of the year was of course huge and the races certainly delivered. So Hela, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I mean, it's a thank you from us, a big thank you for taking the time. You're actually still in transit back to Girona, is that right? Yeah, correct. I'm in Paris now in Charles de Gaulle Airport. We just had the long flight from Tokyo to here and now it's a five hour layover, two, two and a half more hours and then a flight to Barcelona and then a one hour drive to home. So it will be a, a long one. Wow. How And how are you feeling after Saturday? Well, uh, uh, yeah, feeling good. Well, like physically, uh, I'm happy, mean, yeah. with, happy with the result <laughs> physically. Yeah, I'm a bit tired. My uh my, my muscles are a bit sore, especially after that, that long flight, but it's mm. not too bad, actually. It's okay. I've, I've, I've had worse after races, so um, so actually it's already uh, night as well again now in Tokyo, so uh, that's why I'm a bit tired at the moment, I think. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I mean, the race build-up was, was quite unique as well. Um, obviously, like, you know, I want to talk about that a bit as well, but... Obviously, this is a great opportunity while it's all still so fresh to, to go back over the race, really. And, um, you know, let's start with the swim, I guess. What what happened out there with the with the swim? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, well, um, obviously, the swim has always been and it's all still my my weakest leg of, of the of the triathlon. But well, this time I really had a, a terrible swim. And uh, I think I made a bit of a tactical error in the beginning where I first joined um, more the right group um, and then at one point something in my mind said okay no I'm gonna join the left left group and so I went all the way to the left and then ended up being in in, in the back there of that small group and then we also didn't go straight towards the buoy so we swam a bit extra and then at first Buya was like oh this is not good <laughs> I was quite uh, quite far behind and then I just tried to do my best and try to get still as many uh, like move forward as many positions as possible but uh hmm. yeah i came out of the water and i knew it was it was a it was gonna be a, a hard a hard bike ride to to get back into the race so actually by the end of that first lap when you came out of the swim and then got back in whereabouts were you at that stage did you sort of had you managed to get back into the hunt by that point well i i got back to get I was able to get back into the group because at the first buoy I didn't even had contact with with the group in front of me so I was able to swim back up to it and uh, well it was yeah just trying to trying to gain as much position as possible and it's always hard to know exactly where you are in, in, in during the swim because well you don't see you don't see so much and it's not so obviously to to know where or which position you are but this time I was 
quite sure I was uh, far, far, far behind. So uh, I knew it was not a good swim, but uh, well, luckily it's only one third of the one third of the triathlon done then, and there's still a lot to a lot possible. And I think that's uh, something I showed yesterday, and uh, I'm happy with that. My my mental strength that I could still still push myself and um, didn't let my let it all go after that terrible swim. So I'm I'm happy with that. No, for sure. I, I suppose also, you know, it, it being the first race back, you must have mentally gone through where you want to be at the various stages, right? And for that first section to go kind of wrong, it was that was perhaps like a good test of your mental fortitude as well, right? To 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 know that you didn't panic and just got straight back onto it. Yeah, well, I wouldn't sure. I, I wouldn't say I didn't panic at one point. I definitely panicked a bit in in the early stages on the swim, but. Uh, then I, I got got back into it and 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 focused again on on yeah on just trying to trying to take as much water as possible with each stroke and trying to go as hard as possible and trying to overtake people and um, yeah it's in, it's indeed like of course you think about what 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 space or what spot you want to get out of it of the water beforehand and um, well obviously sometimes it doesn't go according to plan and this was one of those times. And how how were you actually feeling like on that on that start line on the pontoon there for the first time in in such a long time? Did it feel very different, or did it all kind of come back and click straight back in? No, it actually came all like it was. It felt normal again. I felt very familiar and uh, familiar faces, and um, hmm. yeah, it's also good for me that there is always a lot of people I train with that's also there on the race. So every race actually kind of feels very familiar and. Well, you're actually racing with your friends, so that makes it that the build-up towards the race is less uh, nervous, I would say, than uh, than maybe before I joined uh, Joel Filial Group. So uh, mm-hmm. it's always nice to be on a start line, and it still felt familiar, although it was six months ago that, that we, we raced last time. Obviously, you know the build-up, your preparations were far from normal anyway, and the and the bubble and the kind of quarantining that needed to go on around the race um, was that was. Joel not being there, sort of another. How did that feel? Not not having him around. Well, it didn't change much. Like I think we're all uh, grown ups, and we all know what what to do, and we all uh, have a- enough uh, experience to know what to do. And of course, I, I heard them every day in in, in uh, when I was in Yokohama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, the Belgian bonds coach was there, Nick Ballos, and um, that's normally the the guy we. Um, we do our stuff with him. We we he he helps us during those days before a race. So uh, it it didn't change so much. So it's always nice if Joel's there for some uh, like last minute or tactical advice and and during the race as well. But I think we're all experienced enough so that we can also deliver when he's not there. Yeah, for sure. But equally, I suppose none of you had experienced that kind of build up. I mean. You know, mm. from afar, like a huge amount of respect for the way that everybody obviously just just cracked on. And I know you were also all very grateful of the opportunity to race. And you know that obviously a huge amount of work went into putting that that race on. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Actually, just before we we left Yokohama, I was talking with with Marta about this, like that the organization it was well quite insane actually how everything was perfectly organized and everything was arranged um like they they thought about every every little detail and it wasn't the race preparation or the race week we normally have and it was 
uh, way more restricted and we could only trade indoors and everything took longer time because we had to wait for buses and, and, and everything. Um, but well, I think it's, that's the way it needs to be done now. And I think we're all, I think all the athletes were very grateful for, for the opportunity we got there and nobody, I didn't hear anyone that complained too much about all of this and was just grateful that we were able to raise. And I think, uh, well, World Travel and also the Japanese Triathlon Federation or organization, um, they did a super good job on, on being able to do this race. And I, uh, yeah, I think we can, we can show also for other sports except outside of triathlon that it's definitely possible to, to organize races and that just needs a, well, there just needs to be a strict protocol and then it's, it's definitely possible. Yeah. And particularly with triathlon, I guess there's a huge amount and with the para races, para triathlon races going on too. Yeah. Obviously there was all that, but yeah, in a situation where things could have become very difficult for you as athletes and none of you really necessarily knew exactly how it was going to be. It must've been reassuring that it did actually sort of unfold. You got a sense then of, of yeah. the amount of work that had gone into it. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like um, it must have been a, a huge effort by a lot of people. I think to, to set all this up and to organize all of this. Um, it wasn't needed before we had went to Yokohama. We weren't really sure how it was gonna be and how, for example, the food would be. We would get so I would bring tons of food. Uh, so if the if if they they wouldn't have a, a sufficient amount of food or whatever, that I would always have backup. Um, so it was a bit of. We were all going in, I think, well, especially people of our group that I spoke of, we were going into this week with saying like, well, what happens, happens, and we're just going to, we're gonna, just going to go with it. And if we have to, um, well, twitch, twitch a bit or like do something different than what we would normally do, then we just go, go with it. And I think that was the right mentality going into this race. And um, I think it was just very important not to stress over the, over the details. Definitely. What of of the um the extras, shall we say, that you brought with you? What were you most grateful that you you kind of finally had with you, and you were like, yes, if I didn't have that, that could have been. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, actually, in the end, I don't think I needed much much of the stuff. I, I had way too much with me. Um, yeah. Actually, the I didn't have enough luggage going the way back, so our bone scorch took a lot of our food with me because otherwise it would just have been two ways. So now he's gonna use it, and his uh, kids are gonna be grateful, I think. But I did eat some more of my rice that I had, and then also some. I brought some chocolate, which was good. Mm -hmm. uh, some rice crackers, barbecue rice crackers. Those were those were actually gone after two days already. Yeah. Uh, and then I brought some cookies and some snacks. I think mostly I was happy about that. I brought some snacks. And actually, what I what I, I always made my own breakfast um, because I wasn't a hundred percent maybe um, the breakfast I wanted. So I would always cook my own oats. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's actually maybe the thing I'm most grateful of that I took oats with peanut butter and some nuts uh, so that was always a good breakfast yeah good fuel yeah 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 and all the um all the, the bike setup was that like it looked like it was in a kind of ballroom or something was that the case like all the all the turbos and things yeah indeed it was like in a yeah in a big room um I don't know what they used it for but it was sort of a ballroom because they had like pretty pretty lights on top uh yeah. On, on like the the ceiling um and yeah there we all, everyone had their own um trainer or like turbo and um, that's where everyone biked also again in like these uh different groups um uh, so that you would never be with too many athletes there um which actually was um 
well, it wasn't too bad. It's because in race week, you only bike short. And um, so it was good enough to just buy, do it all on the trainer. So, I mean, coming into the race, like all of that aside, how were you, how were you feeling sort of physically in terms of preparation compared to, you know, last season, season before, were you, are you coming into this obviously like a huge year, Olympic year and so on? Are you coming into it feeling like you're in the shape of your life? Well, it's good to know in our group if you're in shape or not, because well, we train with some of the best in the world, so you can easily compare yourself a bit. And I, I felt like I was in a very good shape. And uh, I also, yeah, I felt that my, my swim, also bike and run all was in, in, in a good shape and maybe maybe indeed the best I've ever, ever been. And I would say I've had the best winter as well I've ever had with no injuries. I haven't been sick. I basically didn't, didn't miss any training. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I felt comfortable in my um, in my well in my fitness I had, and um, I was confident going into a race. But it's always nice to see it also executed during a race. Totally, and and to come out of that T two, basically, I mean, you were sort of alongside Jonas Schomburg, weren't you, out front? I mean, mm-hmm. that feeling alone must have been pretty special because you know you've got to back yourself on the run and. That was it. Was looking good at that stage, right? Yeah, indeed, for sure. I think. Um, well, once I'm, uh, I can start the run in, in in like in the front group. I always have a good opportunity to to fight for that podium spot, and I had a good transition. And um, well, I know Jonas from race, and and I know he always goes out very quick. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first gate was really just for me try to follow Jonas because he actually was going quite fast and. Um, it was only when when he slowed down a little bit and I overtook overtook the lead and um, looked behind it. I saw that we actually had quite a big gap already on um, on the on the on the second group uh, and that we were with four left. So I decided to well um, to to keep keep the pace high to to try to keep that gap from that second group because um, well I, I I knew Vincent Louis was in that group and he's super fast at the finish. So I. Uh, we prefer having that gap to go into the last lap than uh, than not having a gap. So that's why I um, decided to push the pace. And then, unfortunately, uh, there was not many other people that um, tried to tried to help me in front because it was actually at some points quite windy. Uh, Alexi actually did did take a few pulls. Um, yeah. yeah, and then at one point it was just uh, Christian Blumenfeld and me that was left. And well, my thought was still the same: try to try to get the others uh, to not come back because I also saw that Morgan Pearson uh, uh, attacked from that second group. And um, so that was a bit uh, my tactic, just try to try to make sure that people who are maybe faster than me in the finish line, especially Vincent Louis then, not to come back. Um, uh, so that was a bit my tactic going into or during that run. Sure. I mean, yeah, so you were able to have a sense of like the distance between you and that chase pack then and obviously like you knew enough of what was going on back there to see that Morgan had kind of got himself into a great position as well yeah you always every lap you had this like little out and back section where you could easily see uh see the others behind so um it was quite easy to follow and then also when we came around transition the um bonds coach Nick Ballas always uh always gave some updates as well on, on, on the gap and what was happening. So it was quite, quite good for me to, to understand and to realize what was going on. 
was part of you expecting at any moment to, to have Vincent kind of coming alongside you then? Um, well, maybe in in first lap for sure, I, I thought they would uh, maybe at one point bridge up. Um, hmm. But then when the race was going more into the later stages, I also realized that uh, that if they had the legs to 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 go that pace to to catch up they would have already done it so um mm-hmm. and i still felt uh, quite decent as well like that i could definitely could could keep run that pace so at that point i knew it was gonna it was gonna be to well it was only christian and me left so it was gonna be between us for the for the for the victory yeah well and and obviously yeah jonas kind of faded then then alex like you said like he'd taken mm-hmm. a couple of pulls but definitely of the three of you probably looked the least comfortable i guess and when when he faded yeah. someone as as quality running runner as he is when they fade that must have given you an extra boost as well if you're still feeling good right yeah yeah for sure when i was um when we got the lead group and i was thinking about how who in this group is uh strong runners like alex he was probably the one i would say is the has the best run so hmm. uh seeing that he he got he had to drop off because of the pace i was running was definitely a confident booster uh yeah for sure and then I mean, I mean you know hindsight is a terrible thing and a wonderful thing at the same time so you know you say i know christian said in in the after race interview like he was feeling like his hamstring a little bit over the first half of that run and um mm-hmm. and you know he was he definitely looked like he was kind of struggling to keep the pace at various stages there um would you have kind of did you, did you have enough in you like would you have put the pace down a little bit harder a bit earlier ideally if well to be honest i was also feeling that i had still uh, quite a bit left and i could definitely still accelerate um but then also i could feel when i was i sometimes throughout that run i would after corners accelerate a bit and uh, i was feeling that the legs were getting a bit tired actually uh, going into that last lap <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. but 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 yeah i heard it uh i, I heard christian uh reading quite loud behind me and every time i asked him to take a pull he would even read louder and uh, <laughs> so i thought he was i i thought i was the strongest on that run but uh well then he had like the, the attack he did was it was quite fast and he accelerated uh yeah quite with with, with a lot more speed and um I could follow for a bit and I had hoped he maybe couldn't uh, keep that pace throughout that whole last lap. But yeah, he obviously did. And then uh, I couldn't go with that pace. My legs were just saying no to me and um, um, I had to settle for that second place. Yeah, I mean, watching it on Triathlon Live, he obviously, mm-hmm. you know, he, he made a move and then you held on and he'd make a move and hold on. And then th- that final one, and then the camera kind of, I think he was coming around the corner and it, and then it obviously showed that there was a bit of a gap now, but his, mm-hmm. his, his cadence, his legs were just absolutely flying still. And like, they were, you know, he obviously accelerated away and then just, there was no stopping. So I guess that, that was. Yeah. Of... Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. That was it. Like, uh, I couldn't indeed follow him for his, his accelerations for quite a bit, but then at one point, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, the, the legs were just done, I think, and I was mentally also thinking, well, I should definitely make sure I not fade, fade insanely here and, and 
and I lose this podium spot. So um, at that point, I, I well, I knew the Christian was stronger than, than me in that final part of that run. So I, I had to settle for that second place. And uh, yeah, that was obviously um, yeah him being stronger on that on that last two k. But um, I, you know, to be able to leave that first race of the season with the silver is obviously hugely gratifying and to know that you're in the right place right is, is there did it also flag up a couple of things that you're kind of apart from the swim at the start obviously like you know a few things that you're definitely going to work on over the over the coming weeks and months yeah definitely i think one of them is that that start in the swim and um um well and swim in general it's it's something i'm always focusing on and every swim session i i i I, well, it, it's, it's, it's important for me. Um, so that's definitely something I'm going to work, work on towards, uh, towards the Olympics. But then I also think uh, a big thing for me to take away is um, to be more tactical on the run and don't just lead out and assume you're the strongest because the others don't take pulls. Um, it's, it's, well, the others can also have, have their tactics and that might be not, not taking a pull. And um, I think that's something for me to to think about in the future, and it's good that I had this experience now. And mm. uh, well, I won't make this mistake anymore. I think. Yeah, I mean, to be in those kind of positions in these big races, I mean, that's what you want, right? Obviously, the podiums and a gold would be great, but if you're thinking about Tokyo and you're thinking about the games, you need to be in these situations against people like Christian and against Alex or, or Vincent and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to, to have things like that to work on, right? You know, if you're finishing sort of 10th, 15th or whatever, then, you know, and and leaving without necessarily taking anything away, then that's not really helping your the, the Olympic build-up, is it? No, indeed. I think it's, it's, it's very important to also learn how to fight for those medals and learn how to win. And I think uh, every opportunity you have to, to fight for that victory is you, you learn stuff and... Um, I think that's also why this Yokohama experience is very important for, for the future for me, for sure. You mentioned Rio and being like disappointed coming away from there. When, when you were going into Rio, what was your, what, what was the target from those games? Oh, I was, um, well, obviously I was still, still quite young and I was yeah. still uh, quite new in the, in the elite uh, WTS uh, circuit. Um, but, the year before, in 2015, I finished eighth in the grand final. It was uh, by far my my biggest achievement by then. But um, so I, I but I did prove there that I in a good day could fight for that top ten position. And I wouldn't say the top ten was uh, my ambition for Rio, but definitely maybe the top sixteen or something. But uh, well, I basically lost the whole race there uh, in the swim in in Rio. Um, and that was actually for me very disappointing to be in, by, well, by then and maybe still the the most important race of my life, my life until that moment, um, to to do um, what I my worst nightmare, which is uh, not having a good swim and, and not being in the race after the swim. Um, so that was a well, that was very disappointing, yeah, for sure. And, and again, another brilliant learning, right? I mean, so this will be. Tokyo will be your second games, um, you know, yeah. that, that first podium. So, so really, you know, that, that Olympic podium is, is what you're aiming at, obviously. Yeah, I think so. And well, it, it, I think I should aim for, for the podium. Tokyo have now 
had three times that I was on the podium in a WTS or now the WTCS. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I definitely, well, I should definitely go for that podium. And I also know for me, it really depends a bit on the situation. I need to have that good swim. Um, I need to be able to, to, to run from the front. But once I'm, once I'm up the front, I also know and I also uh, should believe in myself for that run. And I, I, I've proved that in uh, many occasions um, this year, last year and 2019, that I'm one of the fastest runners in the circuit. And I should definitely back myself up also in the Olympics uh, on my run. And it must be gratifying, like, I suppose, looking back, did, was that that World Cup win in Antwerp in 2018 and that Montreal series win in 2019, the, the, the big steps are coming at the right time, would you, would you say? And like, you know, that it must be gratifying knowing that, that that progress when you need it is coming and and everything feels like it's moving in the right direction? Yeah, I think so. I think indeed... Um the World Cup win in Antwerp in 2018, the first World Cup in Belgium in, I would say, ever or in a very long time. Um, to, to win that one was very special. And um, also the, uh, my mindset there where uh, it was an insanely long sprint at one point, I thought I, I lost it, but then I still came back. Like my mental strength there, I, I took a lot, like a lot of learnings from that race and mm -hmm. um, that winter I actually had a, a very good winter and um, I knew going into the 2019 season by train by training with Mario Mola Vence Luis that I that I had the potential of, of getting a podium and that I had to run um, to be able to to get on that podium and to then after some races where I struggled in early 2019 to get, then come with that win and with the week after the third place in Hamburg that was for me a bit of eye-opener and, and from that point on um, I knew that that I'm capable of getting those podium spots and be capable to to really race with the best in the world and um, so yeah that was a lot big learning curve and it's it's good to know in training that you're good but it's even better to to prove it in races of course. Totally but I mean right now there's a lot of you that are absolute medal contenders going into every race right i mean yeah. the competition is fierce it's it's quite incredible when you look at those sort of top 15 top 20 on a start list and you just have no idea who's going to win it yeah indeed i think those last couple of years there's um there's always so many people that that can win a race and that are uh yeah contenders for the podium i think uh, 2019 proved with we had I think only Jacob Bertwitz was the only one to win two WTS races that year and all the rest are all different people so that I think that says enough and I think we're still um, in, now in 2021 and I think still there is a lot of uh, people that that can win a race and that can be on the podium um, you have of course people that are more favorite than other people I would say but yeah indeed there is it, the I think there is a yeah maybe 20 people that that can get on a podium and the the top in in triathlon is at the moment at the moment is very big i would say as is the the sort of you know it seems clear that the like the level of respect between you guys at the top is is very strong and the atmosphere in yokohama from a distance admittedly looked good everyone was kind of you know yeah and then now you know you're going back with your training group with martin with vincent um and you're obviously all 
very close and so on. But, you know, at the same time, you're all desperate for that world title and that Olympic gold medal, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a bit, uh, yeah, it's like like this in, indeed. I'm, 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 yeah, we're now in, yeah, traveling with, with actually a lot of the, <laughs> A lot of the people raced in Yokohama were, were, were on our flight. I think maybe 80% of the flight were, uh, were triathletes uh, going from Tokyo to Paris. And uh, yeah, it's, it's super, super nice, actually. That's what, what triathlon makes, makes so fun and what me looking forward to a race is because everyone is so nice to each other and it's just a big group of friends. But then, of course, during the race, it's, it's each for themselves and everyone wants to get that, uh, that victory or that podium. And um, but then after the race, it's 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 super nice again, and um, it's a bit the same in our squad as well. We all know that um, training with each other will make each other stronger. Uh, on race day, of, on race day, of course, you're uh, competitors, but then before and after the race, you're just friends and training partners, and that makes racing so nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's down to you on the day, obviously, and if. Uh... If it's someone else that wins then you just kind of accept it and respect and yeah then then they are stronger on the day it's it's in triathlon it's it's often very easy and often the the, the strongest wins so uh, there is uh, there is not much to blame but but yourself or uh, uh so yeah you just have to accept it i think and and move on and next race is a new opportunity and the atmosphere after the race in yokohama how was uh obviously martin was was very happy as well. He had a great race. Um, how was for, how was Vincent, for example? Like, did he was it like a sort of just didn't have the legs in the run there, like you said, to, to bridge up to you guys? Yeah, I think uh, I think yeah, indeed he he just didn't have uh, maybe the the legs he had hoped for on that day. But uh, that doesn't mean that uh, that 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 he's not that uh, not happy or not enjoying uh, enjoying being in Yokohama after that race. So even after 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 the race, it was still a lot of fun, and we were all uh, together with Fins and 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 Marta at the doping control, and then afterwards packing the bike. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a good atmosphere after the race as well. And now back to Girona. Obviously, what's big weekend for the Hammers, Belgium Hammers on Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, on Friday. Sunday, Friday. It's really, actually, yeah, yeah. indeed. Yeah, indeed. So we are now on our way back to Girona, and then on Wednesday we'll take the flight again to Lisbon. So it will be a short three days in, in, in or two and a half days in Girona, and then I will only do the mixed relay. Master will do the will do the double, and we'll do, do the individual race as well. Mm. And then after it's back to Girona, training for for Leeds, which will be my next individual race. Yeah, great. And obviously the Hammers very keen to get that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dialed in, right? Yeah, indeed. I think um, well, it's a good opportunity for us as to to race again with the, with the four of us. I think there hasn't been many races these last year where all four of the, four of us were healthy, and with four, I mean Marta, Claire, Valerie, and me. So Claire, Michelle, Valerie, Bartholomew, and me. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we often had races where or someone crashed the day before in the individual race, or someone was injured. So it's a good opportunity to be able to race with the four of us. Mm. Um, I think we're quite sure to be to be able to do the relay in the Olympics as well because we have uh, both two men and two women individually qualified. So that means we can also send a team. But it will be good to yeah to to have another race opportunity and to uh, to to try a bit out the tactics we want to do in in 
in in uh, Tokyo. So it's 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 a good opportunity for us, and I think um, well, I think we should really also for this race aim for that podium and and then try to like just as, as just as we just said before with the individual race, try to to learn a bit how to race for those podium spots and for the for the victory, and that will make us uh, make us stronger or more. Um, yeah, be better for for that uh, relay event in in Tokyo. Yeah, hammer down, as Claire said. Hammer down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I mean, nice. Like you guys, compared to a lot of the teams, there's considerably more consistency to your lineup, right? The four of you. It te it tends to be that must be that must be nice to have that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, indeed. I think in Belgium. Um. Uh, well, it's 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 good for us uh for our four athletes that we're always quite sure of course uh except for injuries and stuff that we can we can do the relay and uh that means that we yeah we can also practice a lot with with this uh with these four of us but then of course the negative side of it is if one is injured then um, um it's hard for us because um we have a lot of good talent coming up but they're still quite young and they're still maybe not yet at that level that the four of us have um but we're also like the, the our federation is really working hard for this and there is a lot of opportunities for these young people uh the young young triathletes in belgium at the moment to um well yeah for 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 paris or maybe for um la afterwards um mm -hmm. so so it's also a work in progress there and i think our federation is doing great work there yeah, and for you guys, once you know when the Olympic, when the individual races are done in Tokyo, and you know you know mm -hmm. where you're standing, standing in those, and then there's I guess three, four days between the, that and the the relay, and then obviously mm -hmm. you know a whole another chance to either sort of you know well just to get that and uh, uh, possibly another or uh, Olympic medal like that, and that is mm -hmm. a very unique build up to the mixed relay as well, isn't it? Obviously. Yeah, indeed, it brings a whole new, well, yeah, a whole new event and a whole new perspective to the Olympics. It's it's not done after individual race this time, and uh, we have uh, yeah five days, four, four days in between, and then the next day, so the fifth day is the mixed relay. So it's in those four days, it's try to re trying to be re to recover as much and be ready for that uh, mixed relay. And also, this is something we've never really done before. I, a five-day break in between our individual and the relay. Normally, it's a day after, or maybe one day in between, maximum. Um, so it's for me. For me, personally, it's good to have a bit more ex extra rest because I'm always quite tired the day after an Olympic distance race, and I'm sometimes not so good if the if the mix really is a day after an Olympic distance or or even a sprint distance race. So that's good. But yeah, it brings a whole new a whole new well. 12, 12 more medals uh, that you can can win for, yeah, of course four for for each uh, each spot so it's uh, a big opportunity I think it's a big step for triathlon to have that extra event on the Olympics yeah absolutely it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be a hell of a build-up as well I think so yeah I think so and thank you very much for for taking the time you said uh, obviously it was about 80 percent triathletes on your airplane what can you paint a picture of where you are now you're, you're in Paris airport is that right are you are there any yeah, guys yeah. still around you or have you taken yourself off to a quiet corner yeah I went a bit to a well I tried to find a bit of a more quiet spot and well, it's only Marta sitting next to me now and then 
Uh-huh. I'm looking a bit around now, but I don't see any other triathletes at the moment. I think now as well, a lot of people went to different different places and probably a lot of the triathletes already took their flight to their final destination. Yeah. Um, but we still have two hours to go before our flight. It's at 9, 9 p.m. And I think now it's around 7. Yeah, it's 10 past 7. So um, we have two more hours to wait. So, but this this chat made it uh, made the wait go by a bit quicker. So that's good. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Good. Well, we have service. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah i hope the rest of the the travel goes goes well yeah yeah should be fine and uh yeah best of luck in uh, in lisbon thank you very much yeah definitely thank you very much all right hello look forward to catching up with you again soon okay thank you so don't forget all the individual and mixed relay action from lisbon this weekend starts on friday And you can watch it all unfold on triathlonlive.tv. Thanks for listening.